0: She's Brianna Osborne and this is Inside Exec. As you know, in the past, I have railed against certain words in the management framework. She's already laughing. Goal, goal, goal. Target, target, target. target. Yeah. <laughs> From the shopping queen, I would think that target would be something that would come to her <laughs> lips faster than the other uh-huh. word. <laughs> there are others, but, but one that was brought to my attention more recently uh-huh is about the word delegation. We've used delegation as a, a freedom agent, I suppose, for a long, long time in management speak. We have encouraged people to delegate. We've said, you know, this is how you can develop your team. This is how you can make them better. This is how you can free up your time to do the things that you're best at. All of the time we've used that word. And, and over time, as with many things... It has come to have something, I feel, of a negative connotation. To delegate something means to put to me, let's be clear, is to push push it out of the way, to hand it off to someone because I haven't got time or I haven't got the inclination or I just don't want to do it um, and now I'm going to delegate it to you because it will make me feel better. And it's all about me. Now, we, we've heard quite a number of people over the last 12 months talk about servant leadership and talk about doing the best you can to make others do the best and that resonates with me because as you you might have heard in some of the other podcasts that's my core value my core value is being able to empower others to be the best that they can be so my ruling out of the word delegation from now on is I won't be using the word delegation but I'll be thinking of it in terms of who not how so I'm not going to think about how can this task be done how can I meet this deadline how can this happen I'm going to think about who can do it and first and foremost if I think of it in that way I'm not thinking about handing off a task I'm thinking about giving someone else an opportunity so it's about focus on developing someone else I feel more comfortable about doing it because it meets my core values my my core needs of empowering these people and it gives me the opportunity of not just handing off tasks to someone who's always done it before or someone who I think might benefit from being able to do it but I think about who can do it best or who can learn from this task or who has the resources to do it. And it focuses at the ta- not on the task, but it's on the person. And so it becomes more about that leadership, that servant leadership, the team building, the team bonding, whatever else it is. But for me, it feels like it's going to be a better way to manage the resources and to manage the tasks, to manage the deadlines, all of those things, than, than using the other, the D word, which I'm not going to say again. <laughs> I do like the
1: idea of the who, not the what, for hell. many, many... Who not sorry, uh, not the, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Not not how? the for a number of reasons.
0: Firstly, if you are in... If you've, if you've listened to the podcast about jumping in before you listen properly... Right, we'll start again, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> now, I
1: lost my phone. <laughs> Yay, I've done it, I've done it. <laughs> Who, not how. Okay, if you focus on how then you really don't need anyone because you think you've got all the answers and you only want robots, really. So this is what needs to be done, this is how you would do it, and this is what, you know, you do it. To me, that's a waste of energy and resources, and certainly nobody has the answers to everything. With the who, you then you're really doing your job pro- properly as a leader because you pick the best person for the job, and it's a good point Kim made about saying not because they always done it before and they already proven. It's because uh, you believe this person can do it even though they haven't done it before and because they have exhibited some traits, skills in other projects that they made it work there, you have confidence they'll work here. So what then what you're doing here then is you're saying I believe you can do it and I know that I'm here to back you. And I'm here to support you in that sense. So what you're doing there is you're building their confidence, as um, Simon uh, saying, it's our job as leaders to do that. And guess what? Even if that person didn't get it right and they fell on some part of it, Let's well, good, help them get up again. They're mm. already stronger because of it, and then they might fall again on another part. Oh, great, that's what you're there for. Help them get up again. Mm. So what you're doing then is you're concentrating on you are getting the results and you're getting the best results you getting your team to uh, continuously learn and grow and, and see themselves and recognize their own values, the same as you value them. You're absolutely doing your role because that's what you're there for. And more importantly, you're going to have a diverse team with multi-skilled team that can grow, learn and learn other things so they, they can get you more results. So it can only be a win. And it's best for them whether they work for you or someone else. They're growing. And it's going to help them. So I don't see anything but
0: positiveness about that approach. Mm. I'll give you two examples of, that were, helped reinforce this for me that happened yesterday. Fuliana understands that I'm reasonably technically adept. <laughs> okay. But I work with someone who is incredibly yes. technically adept, as she Definitely. knows. And he always says, you know, if you have a problem, just let me know, I'll fix oh. it. But he's also incredibly busy and I hesitate about asking him because I feel like it's interrupting the commitments and things that he's got to do and so I will persevere with trying to find a solution. And those of you who have some degree of of technology and knowledge will resonate with this, that you you look at an issue that might happen on the computer. And this was about some websites, I've got a, a whole range of websites, and this was about Half of them updated and half of them didn't. And I thought, well, I don't understand why this happened. I I should go in and have a look at it. I was doing the how. How am I going to fix this? How am I going to make this right? And I labored and labored over it. And in the end, I sat back and I thought, who else can help me with this? Who else can fix this? Because I don't know what to do next. And it was obviously the person I worked with or it was the place where the websites get hosted who have an incredibly good reputation for support. And I hesitate because, like everyone else, I don't want to look like an idiot. I don't want to look like I can't do it, like it's probably some simple solution. you know. But really, that's all about me. And and what do I want? I want this resolved. So who can help me? Not how am I going to do it, but who can help me? So I put in the, the support ticket, and it was fixed within half an hour. And they were... They didn't ask any questions. They it was just like we're happy to help anytime you need it. Just let us know if that hasn't resolved it. All of the above, and I thought, and I came away thinking, it's done. It's fixed. It was painless. I didn't have to interrupt the other person, and it's just all falling into place. Great reinforcement of who, not how. I didn't need to know how to do this. I just needed to find someone who could do it. It didn't cost me anything. And I haven't got an enormous team that works for me. So I've got to look at other ways of doing the who. It's not just someone who's, who's there on hand. Within 12 hours, I find another issue on the website. And so this time, I don't hesitate about who. I don't think about how. I just think, no, who? I'll go to the who, so go to them. What's interesting in the second part is that you go into different levels of support. So going to level one support, they looked at it and they, within half an hour, sent an email back saying, I'm going to have to escalate this to level two support. So already they're thinking who, not how. They're not doing the how. It's already beyond what they can do. And their first response is... Not try harder, not work harder, but who else can help with this situation? Mm. So they escalate it to level two, and it gets fixed within another half an hour. And again, the email that says "always happy to help." Mm. Let us know if you have any other problems. Mm. So it's it's about that reinforcement, that taking the step away from. In a sense, had I asked the business partner to look at it, I would have been delegating. I would have been mm. delegating my problem to him. Mm. But this way, looking at who and who else can help me gave me solutions faster, easier and reinforced that that was the right place for the who. But if it hadn't been, if it hadn't been resolved, I would have looked for another who. Mm. So it, it doesn't matter if, it, if the, the first who doesn't work, mm. it's about that approach, that, that mindset of looking for who, not how to do it, but or how is it going to happen, but who is going to do it. Who is going to make it happen? So it's actually expanding
1: the number of options you have for the future. So you have more than one who. It's the same as the example before it. By having someone new doing this particular project, is then you have two people who already experienced in and proven performance. So again, you're having who, 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 and every time you pick a different who, you're getting new thinking put into it you're getting new innovation a new approach and by doing that
0: all we're doing is getting better so we encourage you to think about who not how and remove the d word from your management speak sometimes (laughs) i'll be delegating some tasks
1: to herself shortly Oh, she also got the power of the the technology. She'll cut that bit out. So I know.
0: <laughs> she might. She might not. There are some listeners who enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> For now, the Humpkin Valley. She's Fuliana the and this is Inside Exec.